0: Get in, as people considered it in week seven, I'm sure other people will have their own Bimagedens going forward. But uh, for a lot of people, it's done. It's over. You, uh, you made it through. Congrats, man. Fuck. Um, Piscats didn't. I mean, like, yeah, we made it through, but like at the cost of just a fucking ass spanking bent over left ass cheek is black right ass cheek is blue I feel like I've been here before you know my team not performing uh my team getting absolutely butt bucked. uh my team being worthy of their name? Mm hmm. Back to the basement. You're not going to believe it. You boys are actually not going to fucking believe it. Last week, on my predictions, you know, the we had a couple rough weeks. We, we slipped for a bit. But um, we're back, and we're going hard, and we pounced back with a 5-1 and one record last week. And it would have been 6-0. and I got a little too fucking cocky, and I picked Trunz to win with one quarterback. And then you know what happened. However, though, that was my closest 6-0 and I got this year, probably the closest I'll be all year. But... You know, still got to do still gotta do my job out here and uh, get these predictions for this week. So we're going to roll right in. Uh, the first game is me versus Moose. Um, Moose is really just missing Hollywood and Monte Adams. And I know you're probably just like, hey, yo, like, that's still a pretty big hit. But, like, man, you, you just have to remember... Who this guy's playing this week? You know what I mean. I'm sure he's missing someone else. Huh? Daniel Carlson. Yeah, that's that's a tough one. Now nah, you know what? Like, as much as I think the cats can do it, <coughs> I don't think they deserve the faith. So I'm gonna give it to Moose. Next, we have Neller against Furley. Furley actually told me to stop uh, picking him because, like, he never wins. And apparently, I only picked him once this year. So, I mean. Sorry. And I actually really like Furley's team. So, that's kind of weird how that's even happened. You know what, Furley? I picked you this week to beat Neller at least. So, I think. Hopefully things are changing, and that's just doesn't mean you will go lose to Neller. That'd be tough. Yeah, no, that would be tough. Moving on, we got Leg versus Rich. And, I mean, it was honestly a pretty, like, solid bounce back for Rich. And, uh, projection-wise, they're definitely saying Rich can pull it out here. But, um, I honestly think he can, too. Uh, but for some, like, odd reason, I have a feeling Tyreek, oh, man, it's going to come down to Tyreek versus Kelsey on Monday night, and, um, uh uh-huh, I mean, yeah, no, you know, like, as of right now, I think it can go either way. Nah, you know, i are too busy taking pictures of foxes to even give an F about his fantasy team. So, I'm going to give it to Rich. Next, we got Ben versus Clark. And honestly, I mean, I think uh, Clark's team is just a pretty solid turnaround. Obviously, I think there's a couple holes here and there still. But, um, for the most part, this team is coming along nicely. So, um... And I think he continues his odd streak here, to be honest. I think he's going to keep biting it up. I think he's going to fucking pick up a dub this week against Bruce. I mean, it's just tough because every time I'm scrolling through here, and I just... It looks like the collar on Henry Ruggs' jersey is Sandy's horn. And it just fucks with me, man. It just really does. Anyway, I'm going to give it to Clark this week. On the field, in the bed, the whole nine. Uh, next, we have Sandy versus Truns. And, um, yeah, Sandy, I feel bad for the, like, I actually feel bad for the guy. Like, the team is just being ravaged by injuries. It's not even funny at this point. It's just sad. It's out of control for the fuckers. Um, yeah, I think Trent is going to win this week. And another longtime rivalry of the league. Knack and Brody. And I mean honestly, looking at the bye week situation, nothing for Knack besides, you know, Lamar Jackson and uh Brody pretty much out of his starting line of probably be missing uh, Bateman on by, And. Obviously, Kareem is hurt. And for now, Kittle and Sammy Watt are hurt. Whether he would play Sammy Watkins over KJ Osborne, I don't know. Probably not. Um, this week actually gonna be a good game. Like, look at this shit, man. Holy. Uh... I think it's going to be tough to win without Lamar. I think Lamar is the big, big part. I don't know how Goff and Winston will do. Knack's coming off a win, you know, knowing his squad, they're probably just going to lead him back down into depression this weekend. So I'm going to give it to Brody. And I think Brody keeps the freaking streak going. Be That'd be 6 and 2 or something. Like, that's pretty damn good, dude. Pretty fucking elite. Yes, we are moving into the power rankings. I'm going to just hop right into it. It's a depressing life at the bottom. It's a depressing life in the basement especially. But at number 12, we have the Albany Piscats. And I mean, let's just face it. This team is not winning a championship. This team is fucking probably not making the playoffs at this rate. Uh team is just a train wreck with uh, Christian McCaffrey. I mean when you when when CMAX fill in this um relying on forced fumbles to, you know, have uh have a good performance, I think that that kinda tells you all you need to know. I don't know, man, the team is in a world of hurt lock. It hasn't been good in about a month. Sutton's been solid. So that's good at least. Gaskin going to fall back down to earth again this week, even with no Malcolm Brown. We'll get into that next, but you'll see. Anyway, yeah, I'm sitting at 12. Depressed. You could even probably put like Jamar Chase and Joe Burrow above me at 12 and then throw the Cats at 13. Whatever you want to do there, really. Standing pot, though, at 11. Sandy. And, I mean, honestly, besides if it wasn't for the injuries, Sandy's team would absolutely be better than mine, fucking winning, probably winning games too. So I'm not really worried about that. And he has boys coming back. It's not really like their season-ending injuries. So um, that's, that's always solid. And, uh, I mean, it's not really, like, time to blow it all up for him yet because, like, he's really just a win or two away from just putting himself right back into the push and, like, in a good position to... So, I mean, I guess it just kind of depends how fast his boys get back from injury. That's going to be uh, what I'll be keeping an eye on. But going in at number 10, sliding out two spots from last week, it's Rich. Uh, It was a big win for Rich. And, I mean, honestly, I think that he, he, he has a good chance to get, like, a little win streak going, like, and, I mean, if you're rich, that'd be absolutely huge. Um, <clears throat> probably still hoping that some of these uh, trades that he's made absolutely have to pan out for him. Um, I think, I wouldn't say disappointment, but, like, Jamal Jamal Williams is someone you can play, but um, if it's going to become, like, a 17.5 or, you know, like, 3.5 kind of deal like as of late i mean he's only has 3.5 once so that's kind of disrespectful to say but i mean the inconsistency wise it'll be uh um something to watch but elijah mitchell and chase Edmonds have both been good i mean look at this team top to bottom man it's really not bad The kelsey i don't know rich did kind of turn the team around if i'm being honest right now looking at this You know, see, I mean, like, on paper, it's just, like, the team, the league is still pretty strong with some teams and and all. But, I mean, you could make a case for him being a little higher. Uh, He's probably not higher than Neller just because he's got a a game behind him. But Neller is sitting there at 9. I mean, like... I think his wide receivers are starting to pan out a little bit. Like, Ridley obviously has been a disappointment. Like, no doubt. But, like, I still consider him a wide receiver one. Like, I still would. Low wide receiver one, but I still would. Um, Jalen Waddle's floor while Tua is playing quarterback is just enormous. Like, Jalen Waddle will always be a good play. Always. Very safe. Um... Like, just since Tua takes over, like, the the target share goes through the roof. Like, um, obviously, Tua's looking in a certain direction when uh, plays break down. So, I honestly think that Waddle is just a low end wide receiver, too, while Tua's playing. And I do believe that he's not even a wide receiver three league. Like he's a low two, I'd say. And I'd also argue that Emmanuel Sanders, I mean, numbers-wise, he's a wide receiver, too. But um, high wide receiver three, I'd say, too. So, I mean, like, Nellar, I would say, turned turned the season around. Not turned the season around, but the team, for sure. And really, like, he's just missing on uh bye this week. He's got freaking Renfro. He lost Malcolm Brown. Mayfield's still banged up, and he's waiting on uh, Clyde. When all of that happens, I mean, this team could easily turn it around and make a playoff push. Play. So I'm not even just saying that. But, yeah, it's enough jerking Nelson, I guess. At number eight, we got Bruce. And, I mean, Bruce has really been um, a beneficiary of just. Uh, An easy schedule with a lack of scoring against him. And, I mean, but wins are wins. So, I mean, that's important to remember, too. And I think, like, overall, it's not... Besides, like, the flexes and stuff, I think, like, down there, it gets a little shaky. Uh, But other than that, I mean, I'm still a fan of Bruce's team. I just think there's a couple things I would... But then again, it's like... I think it's just a lot of Arizona. It's slightly scaring me. But... Like, A.J. Green's been good. Zach Gertz in his first game, good. You know what I mean? So it's like if those are the flexes, they just, like, you just can't hope for a bad week from Arizona, which hasn't really happened yet, but um, could happen. And if it does, that's probably going to be just an automatic L. But you never know, actually. So I think there's definitely holes there in the flexes, but for as long as those two guys are producing, I don't see why you would switch it up. Are doing good enough for now, so next we have Clark jumping up a spot, not bad, brother. I was looking on the standings and I was like, Man, I gotta start respecting Clark because he's got more points against than me and more points for, so there's just no argument there. Like, guys, a lot better than my fucking squad. And I obviously think overall, like, seeing what Leonard Fournette did last week was huge. That guy's an RB1. He's actually RB9 on the year. Um, Derrick Henry also. I think Mike Davis is, uh, I don't like to diss because I feel like the second I say something about Mike Davis, something's going to happen to Cordero Patterson. <laughs> so I'm not even going to do that. Um, and I think other than that, like the flex. I mean, obviously, what's going to happen with Ty Hilton going forward, and the um, Ernest Johnson probably will be solid flex going forward. Uh, probably play a little bit with a Kareem Hunt type of role. I could see it, but I wouldn't even be opposed to ever playing David Johnson if if I'm Clark. I still think that could be actual good play. Like it's it's slightly inconsistent, but. It's either getting you, like, 14 points or you're going to get nothing. But, I mean, usually with Russell Gage, you ain't getting much. But he actually played good last week. He actually had a good game. Damn. There he is. And he was hurt for the rest of us. So I guess we'll see if Russell Gage can bounce back. I, I mean, I don't think so. But I'm a Russell Gage hater. Fucking Russell Coming in at number six, we have Knack. Uh, big win for Knack's team last week. It was kind of an explosion. I think it's just trying to see the cons- consistency with Knack's team is what's next to see. Um, it's a tough task for him this week without Lamar. But I honestly do believe they're going to battle against Brody, and I think that they can actually pull out the win. I think... Uh, just not having Lamar is a big blow because, you know, he gives you that extra push. He gives you that extra, yeah, I can get. Or, you know, he's a player who can just win you the game. That's just border. That's just all it is. A player who will win you a fantasy game. Um, And not having him against a team like Brody can actually be pretty tough. So I think that um, just going forward, going down the line, like what can Knack really do? I mean, when Daryl... Whole thing gets situated Yeah he'll need the RB3 to get uh, fixed But Maybe a flex if he doesn't want to roll With KJ Osborne or Sammy Watkins But I mean There's not much more you can do Like the receivers are unreal Cup AJ Brown, Antonio Brown Then you have Dalvin and Alvin Lamar and obviously whatever QB you want to play It's an impressive team It's just they have to put it together Up there I got a fucking new man. For the first time in a while, he has dropped from his spot. Two, actually. And Furley is number five. Um, tough for Furley last week. performance wise. And I mean, like, what the hell's going on with, like, Mahomes? I don't know. But when you go and you draft a guy real high like that, I mean... It's just not okay for him to, you know, just remotely play bad. I mean, yes, he's going to have a couple bad games. But, I mean, fantasy-wise, he's been probably so, yeah. Like, he's still been good in fantasy, but last week was really his only bad game, actually. Um... I guess it just kind of seems like they've been playing a little worse than we're used to. And we hold them to such a high standard in Kansas City. And they're not performing to it right now. I think if they don't figure it out, if Mahomes starts to slam, like Like, Furley needs Mahomes to play, like, solid if he wants to be in these games. Needs Mahomes to be around the projection at the minimum. He can't be, like, you know what I mean? Like, splitting that in half or getting early. All, all these things. Um, he does get Judy back. He got Jarvis Landry back. He's going to get Kadarius Stoney back, too. Like, this team is definitely on the rise, on the turnaround. Easily can fucking win games. There's depth there. There's, like, freaking guys like, uh, actually, Chris Carson's hurt. So I forgot that Collins is in there, too, right now. But yeah, I mean, like, I don't know, Furley's team, it's the first time they drop, but I still like the team a lot. Think they're going to, they're going to away from being right back up where they were for the last fucking month, brother. Oh, I, see, I hear an airplane, they'll sketch me out, man. Like, oh, I don't like that shit. What's stopping an airplane from ever hitting my fucking house? I get deja vu from the piss cats being shit. And I get deja vu from, like, planes flying over my house. And I don't know what it is, but I'd be in this position. Like, dude, like, shit's going to hit my house. Anyways. (laughs) Fuck. At number four, I'm putting lag. And, yes, Alan Robinson is a struggling man right now. But I think with the rise of Khalil Herbert for now, um, Zeke has been real good. Tony Pollard. Also been very solid. Paula's solid dude. And uh the quarterbacks have also been freaking unreal. Like Joe Burrow's QB ten, Stafford is QB seven. I think you gotta just need more production from Odell and A-Rob and this team would be way better. Um at some point you gotta you gotta wonder if A-Rob's gonna get the yank for Beasley. I mean paper it only looks like it makes sense but you never know it's tough so i can't even look at a rob's numbers it makes me want to fucking cry bro maybe he gets Ty god back and he just has that veteran leader on the bench like that can be huge for leg no cap number three Dropping in a couple spots. I mean, I got high on the kid. Don't get me wrong. It was a valiant effort with one quarterback. You would have beat me with one quarterback. I'm not saying much. Pretty sure fucking a lot of teams would have beat me with no quarterback. But, look. Truns is number three. And, I mean, no disrespect. Don't even have much to say. The guy's team is absolutely loaded. It's simply for the fact that he's three and four. You know? And, I mean, it's, it's tough. To even put him above Legro because Legro's five and two, but that's like one slight exception I'm willing to make. I do think that even though he's two games back, I think he can make them up. I do think Trans can make them up. Like I'm confident in it. Not like knocking Leg, but I just think that Trans' team's way more like overall balanced. Um. Number two is the Warrior. Of the Moose. And Um... I still think Moose's team... Like, he's obviously waiting for a couple things to get fixed. And hopefully... Uh... DeMont can get back sooner rather than later. And I think the team is just still too good. If they have a couple hiccups here and there. And missed Devontae this week. Which, you know, the Cats have to take advantage of. There's no way around that. But... um yeah, like, I don't know. I still like Moose's team a lot. I wouldn't really ever fucking panic if I had that fucking team. Unless everyone died in one week or something. Or, like, Thanos snapped his finger and, like, half your fucking boy started disappearing in the middle of the field. Then I'd be like, okay, let's go trade for someone who's alive. But, no, like, you're in a good position, dude. I don't even be worried about it, especially, like, Russ is honestly probably gonna hurry back. I think he may be back week 10, they're saying. Which would be just Beth's case. Yeah, I mean, I don't know how Samaj P. Ryan is still getting work with Joe Mixon actually playing, but, I don't know. They're winning, so it can't be that bad. And of course, that will leave us with BG at number one. The boys came out to fucking play last week. Uh, Kenneth Gainwell's obviously going to get a huge fucking boost in value here with Miles Sanders out. Um, Javante Williams still looks good even for splitting time. DK, I mean, hasn't like even been like hit that bad from uh, Russ being gone. Jamar Chase is an easy wide receiver one. Like a high wide receiver one. Kyle Pitts, is just, I don't know. The team is good. Obviously, I think the bench it gets a little shaky and there's some but when you're five and two in your strong team you're usually not going to have a lot of depth of all your powers and you're starting lineup. up so you know what oh the dogs are out. the fucking dogs that's the rankings of power well shit brother Last week, what did I say? I said Fournette's going to establish himself as an RB1. He did. I said Amon St. Brown was going to play good. He didn't. I don't even know if buddy fucking had a catch, to be honest. So that was a fucking miss. But I did say Michael Pittman was going to play good, and he went off. I think he had like 42. Like, that's just a random name to pull out of your ass, right? So I must be doing something, Shit, I said Jarek. Oh, like, last week was, like, jokes for shit. Like, Jarek and... I actually got Gaskin wrong. Wow. Oh. Sammy Watt. Yeah, well, that one's easy, too. Anyway. This week's well. First one. Sammy. Oh, you thought I was gonna say what? No, brother. Darnold. He's bouncing back. He's gonna fucking... Light up star. So the people who don't understand that, they're probably going to think I'm an absolute buffoon right now. But Sam Darnold, um, obviously, he still announces the starter. I think that, you know, but he's going to bounce back. He left the piss cats, like, yeah, you want to trade me and try to finesse someone? The gods are going to punish you. Enjoy these eight points. I'm heading to Nallar's team. I don't have to. I'm going home. Yada, yada. Bang, boom. Fuck the cats. He's going to bounce back this week, though. Another one, I think, is Antonio Gibson, because if the Broncos' defense can make Dearness Johnson look like fucking Bo fucking Jackson slash Barry Sanders slash Derrick Henry hybrid, then, yeah, Gibby should be fine. And my last one is Judy. I'm happy Judy's back. I think he's going to show out in the first game. Uh, I really do. The guy's too good at getting open. Teddy's favorite target on our team. And he's probably been missing the guy out there. We need all the receiver help that we can get right now. Uh, And that's just going to be a big addition. I would expect Judy to probably work in the slot a lot more now with KJ out for the year also. So that'd probably be good for Jude. But on to the shits. It's sad to say, man, but Alan Robinson... This isn't even just a shit for this fucking week. This is for every other week and the rest of the year. And like, I don't know what happened. It's terrible. But uh yeah, man, I, 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 I don't think I could start Alan Robinson anymore. It's over for me. My my line's been crossed, but we'll see when Lego crosses his line. My next shit, I'm going really bold on this one. Fucking real bold. Trayvon Diggs He's not getting an interception this week I'm calling it Kirk's protecting that rock He's not gonna get an interception Take it to the bank Take it to the fucking bank And for the first time in Welsh history We have a player who is making Well, no, not really Because Kenny Britt would always make a list But In my time We have a player who will be making it Twice in back-to-back weeks Miles Trash can, gas can. I'm saying right now, this guy's never put together two good performances so far. I don't give a fuck if Malcolm Brown is out. I haven't seen it, and I don't think I will see it. So you know what, brother? Miles Gaskin against the Bills. I'm expecting seven points. Yeah. Even that might be generous. But I'm saying 27 total yards. He'll have 22 on the ground and one catch for five yards. Trayvon Diggs, no interceptions. A-Rob, I don't even want to know what he's going to have. That's just going to be sad. I'm not even going to make a joke. It's just genuinely sad. Damn. Anyways, boys, it was an early episode today. It's going to be a busy day for the kid. But I got her done. And I wish you all... Good luck this week. Even Neller. You know what? I actually wish fucking Neller good luck this week. I do. I fucking do. Next.